And finally, looking at organisational cultures, the routines and rituals. What is it we do on a day-to-day basis that gives people a sense of our role as an organisation, of what it's important to do, and what's the best way to do it? I think it's important for us to remember that if we're successful in our business lives, our colleagues, the people that we work with, will look at us and say, aha, that's the way to do it. I'm going to try and do it like that. And maybe I will become more successful. So people notice what we do, and if we do it well, they will start to copy it. And if enough people start to copy it, then it will become part of the organisational norms. The repertoire of behaviours that everybody seems to do because they help things move along. So think about your routines at the office. Think about the messages you're giving by doing certain things and not doing other things. A good example of an organisational routine is celebrating people's birthdays. What do you celebrate at work? Do you celebrate success? When something good happens? Do you mark that event, that occasion, in some way, having a party, making a speech, giving prizes? What happens when something goes wrong? Do you have a post-mortem? Do you identify the people who made a mistake? And then what do you do with them? Do you punish them? Or do you develop them? Different organisations have different ways of recognising success and failure and working with that. But it's not only the big, the heavy things that organisations do that have a place in routines and rituals. go into 
to an organization, you can look at very simple things and get a sense for what's going on in the organization. A very good example of this is the phrase, a coffee break. in some English organizations, a coffee break is very different from the Swedish fika. When I was working in Sweden, we would have fika and as you probably know, it's a very good place to find out what people are really thinking and feeling about their organization, its strategy, its direction, its effectiveness and their role in it. I used to work for an organization when we had FICA, it was around a dining room table in a part of the office which looked like a domestic kitchen. It had a fridge, freezer, a dishwasher, a sink, a microwave. It felt like your kitchen at home. And when we sat round, we felt like the members of a family having a discussion about what experiences we were having in our working lives. We made sense of what customers were saying. We told each other stories about what was happening with our clients. And we tried to make sense of the big picture. In the United Kingdom, when you have a coffee break, it's a break from work to get a cup of coffee. You get up, you go to the coffee machine, you put your money in the coffee machine, you wait for it to dispense the drink and then you return to your desk and continue working on the report, answering the phone, typing emails. In England, a coffee break is just an opportunity to stretch your legs and get a cup of coffee. It's not for any social contact. There's a little organizational ritual, a simple coffee break that can be done in two very different ways, in two very different cultures. 